Hello and welcome to the Fish on Ted podcast, where we talk about the business of hunting and fishing. Well, hello, this is Ted Johnson with Fish on Ted's podcast, and I want to thank everybody so much for uh, joining us uh, for this next episode. Um, We have a real treat in that not only are we uh, interviewing Dustin once, we're interviewing him twice, and uh, (laughs) uh, we're practiced up on this, and and, uh, so without further ado, I'm going to introduce uh, Dustin Warnke. Now, now Dustin has a tremendous background in the outdoor industry with accolades and involvement and more things than I could even uh, uh, mention over the next half hour. He has a podcast of his own that's well followed uh, throughout the U.S. He's based out of Texas. He's a marketing guru. He attends all sorts of uh, trade shows and events and is just uh, highly regarded. And so uh, without further ado, again, I'd like to introduce uh, Dustin Warrenke. How are you today, Dustin? Having a fantastic day, Ted. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. You know, I'd I'd like to sort of start out with you just telling us a little about yourself so that uh, people uh, that are listening in will get a little bit uh, better flavor for who you are and what you do. And and if you can give us a little bio, that'd be great. Sure. I, um, I do a lot of things in the outdoor industry. I got really involved in the media part of the outdoor industry space in 2012, when actually 2011, when I joined the Mac and Prowler hunting show team as their marketing guy. And um, I basically, you know, started going to all the trade shows. I, I work, uh, I met Texas Fish and Game when I went to the SHOT Show one year. And uh, that's the magazine that I write for. It's also part of the podcast that I host for them called The Best of the Outdoors, which you can find on iTunes and other places. I write a few feature articles uh, every year for Texas Fishing Game. I write on their blog. That's where the podcast is featured at fishgame.com. And um, just just having a fantastic time in the outdoors. I really try to add value everywhere I go. And um, I've got uh, I've just got a lot of different things that I do. I've written four outdoor industry ebooks. The fourth one I'm, I'm getting ready to release. Um, it's called Achieving Success in the Outdoor Industry. And I've got a coursework that I'm working on in the meantime for that, uh, which is basically all about uh, how to earn sponsors, how to get a hold of of different, um, you know, pro staff opportunities and how to be successful in the outdoor industry and whatever business you choose. So that's been a lot of fun. Oh, that, that's terrific. You know, in, in sort of our, uh, pre pre show chat, you were telling me also that, uh, you produced a YouTube video on, uh, how to shoot a compound bow that has what 300,000 views now close to it. I've got a crossbow video and a compound bow video, and both of them have over 200,000 videos each, or 2,000 views, I should say, each. Um, And basically, they are, um, and I've got over about 200, 300 videos on YouTube, I lost count, of just different things on shooting fundamentals, as well as uh, firearms, air guns, uh, crossbows, all those kind of different things, getting kids in the outdoors, the ministries that I work with, those kind of things. So you can find me real easily just by Googling my name on, uh, on the internet or, uh, or on YouTube. You can find my channel. I'd love for you to subscribe. Oh, that's terrific. That's terrific. Well, now, and now Dustin, you were at the NRA show and where was that? Dallas a couple of weeks ago? Yes, it was. President Trump and Vice President Pence came to go speak at that show. That was a lot of fun. So. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Well, with all of the the uh, 
things going on in regards to gun control and the NRA and that sort of thing. It sounded like that turned out to be really quite a show. And of it course, really, it, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it really did. There was a funny thing. There was a group of protesters at that show and uh, by the Ring of Freedom people. And I heard this story on one of the, while I was walking by one of the NRA uh, broadcast booths and the, uh, the, the guys from the Ring of Freedom ordered a pizza for the protesters and brought it over to them and uh, had a lot of fun with uh, just saying, hey, here's a pizza that these guys across the street you're protesting ordered for you. It was kind of funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Hopefully it had a little bit of uh, olive branch on it, right? That's right. That's right. That was a proverbial olive branch, Ted. Exactly. That was a way to look at it. So, well, yeah. very, well, very good. Well, Dustin, you know, we talk a, a lot about the business of hunting and fishing, and that's sort of the, the, the flavor of this podcast. And, you know, you, uh, you being in the industry, you just get to see it from many different angles. And, and uh, we have a lot of uh, guides and outfitters that, that watch our podcast and, and are looking to put, pick up, you know, not only tips and tricks, um, but encouragement, you know, for the industry and what's coming up. And with all the legislation that's going on and, and uh, a lot of the things, that, the negative things are, that are going on, there's a lot of positive things going on also. And, and you know, what, what, in, in your words, what's the future for the you know the 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 outdoor sportsman guide and, and outfitter uh, profession you know over let's say the next ten or fifteen years, I think it is so. I mean, it's it's thriving in a lot of ways. It just depends on where you look. And uh, one of the things that I think is so vitally important in the future, especially in the next ten to fifteen years, is getting our youth involved. And that's something that I try to do big time with my YouTube channel and just the new media that I do, podcasting and articles and blogs and those kind of things that I do that I try to reach a young audience because they're our future. And I think one thing that guides and outfitters can reach out to is is doing father and son trips and uh, father and daughter trips or mother and daughter trips or whatever the case may be, um, just to try to get more youth involved and hooked on the outdoors at an early age. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't see that as much, or at least I don't. Maybe it shows my age, you know, but when I was growing up as a kid, you know, mom would uh, feed us breakfast and kick us out the front door and we'd be outside until dinner time came. And then, right. and, we, and now with all of the electronics and, and that sort of thing and, and playing in this virtual world, um, you know, I don't know if the kids are getting the experience that we did when we were kids. And, and I, I think that's a, you know, very smart thing to do if you're a guide or, or an outfitter is encourage these younger people to uh, carry on this legacy of being in the outdoors. Sure. I mean, that, to your point, I mean, one of the things that guides and outfitters can do reaching out is to encourage family trips, you know, not just being about dad or mom going out on a trip of a lifetime, but getting kids involved in, uh, in coming along. And that's not going to be practical in every kind of, um, you know, situation, but it is going to be practical, especially on fishing trips and those kind of things, those kind of guided things that you can do as a family um, mm -hmm. or hiking or whatever the case may be, those kind of things that are, uh, that, that can be done as a family together. You bet. You bet. Well, and, and I like you, I mean, I, I love to take a, a first timer out and I love to take kids out, you know, and see them catch their first fish. I mean, they just light yes. up, you know, it, um, it, oh, it's do. an amazing experience. And, and I kind of do it selfishly because it's so fun to watch, you know. 
it's a good way to give back. I mean, that's, that's the thing. We've all been blessed that are in this space. Most of us have really been blessed in, in the careers that we have and the, the, you know, the, the things that we've done in our lives and just being able to give back to kids and, and getting them hooked and getting the next generation in the outdoors is so vitally important in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I- exactly. Well, you know, Dustin, it, along those lines, let, let's say that um, a family member or your son came to you and said, you know, hey, dad, I want to be a guide um, and, and I, I wanted to do this right. And what, you know, what would you tell me, dad, on how to be successful in this business? What, what would you tell them? Sure. I mean, there it's easier to be a guide and an outfitter these days in a lot of ways, and then it's harder in a lot of ways. The one thing that's made it more accessible to more people is the social media and the internet and the, the digital age that we live in now. Um, the one thing that I'm really big about, and I teach this in my eBooks, is um, is definitely creating multiple streams of income. And in fishing, that could be sightseeing tours, and and that uh, you know, and 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 just little hiking trips, and all kinds of different island excursions, or whatever the case may be. And hunting, I work with a hunting ranch here in Texas that owns a processing. Uh, processing facility they own a taxidermy facility and they own a live sale facility because so they're and then a hunting ranch and so they're literally in four different parts and really their fingers in all the pies uh mm-hmm. that people will go to to source an animal bring it into a ranch uh hunt that animal uh taxidermy that animal and process the meat of that animal and they're in every part of that so having those multiple sources of income flows and that may be different for every person that's out there but having having definitely multiple streams and then reaching people at multiple levels so i always say create multiple streams of everything mm-hmm. well that, well that makes a whole lot of sense and you know, one of the things I, I think maybe people that are in the outdoors all the time, hunting or fishing, uh, take for granted um, is, is, is an incredible experience for people that are not out in the outdoors all the time. Yes. And seeing that otter or seeing the beaver or, or a particular bird or, or pointing out something you know, they, they, they become kind of callous to that, you know, and, and people that you get on your boat or people that you take out in the woods, you know, uh, um, they appreciate that. And there's a lot of things going on now in the state of Alaska, you know, where the regulations are cutting back on, on the harvest levels and that sort of thing. And so a lot of those guides and lodges up there are becoming very dynamic in what they offer. And so, you know, you know, traditional lodges that were five years ago, you know, fishing, uh, you know, seven days a week through the summer months, you know, they're now maybe fishing three days a week and they're taking bird watchers another four days. Yes. And they're making just as much money because, but they're working with, with other people's passions that they didn't see in the past. Right. And I see that there's two things I want to mention here. One is um, Mickey Rooney, I think is the one that originally said this opportunities are never lost. Someone will always take the ones you miss. And, you know, that, that all being said, another, another thing that I wanted to mention is that, um, you know, you don't want to take advantage of, you know, you want to take advantage of, of your resources that you have there that you may not even realize you have. And so some of that is just being creative, like you're talking about as far as the bird watching and those kind of things. Um, 
and having a uh, having a different outlook on other opportunities because opportunities are abundant, you know, a, a lot of times that a lot of times we just don't even see. So Alaska is mm-hmm. a good example that there's so many different things that people come there to do on vacations or on guided trips or on so on and so forth. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where I just try to seize the day. And the other part I was going to mention is, um, is seizing the day. is really getting out there and getting after it and doing a good job for your clients if they come back and hunt with you again or fish with you again. You bet. Well, and, and we spent some time on that the last time we talked is that, you know, a, a, a guide or, um, you know, an, an outfitter is, is in a way sort of like an actor. I mean, they're, they're on stage, right? Yes. Uh, for that time that they have people in their boat or, or out in the field and, and they have to perform for those people. And, right. you know, just putting somebody in a boat and putting them over a pool of fish and, and spending the rest of your day talking to other people on the cell phone um, is not a good way of sharing your experience, nor right. is it a good way of growing your business. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we all have bad days. And I mean, there's tons of things that happen and stuff like that in a uh, in a guide situation. So I try to eat adversity for breakfast, Ted, you know, that's one thing I always say It's just, you know, just just, you know, go push through your issues and really give that client the best possible, you know, opportunity to catch fish or hunt or do whatever they're doing with you. And then take care of them. So they'll tell their friends and they'll come back. But the thing with social media is it's a, it's a loaded weapon in a lot of ways, because a lot of people use it for you know not everybody that has a positive experience with the guide or outfitter will say you know that they have but the people that have had a negative experience are usually the first ones to to tout that on social media but i'll give you an example my father-in-law just recently went on a redfish trip on the coast of texas um in a in a small coastal town and the guide was basically done catching their limit of redfish by 9 a.m that morning well he took him back and basically went to go sell his next customer and they Ooh. said, if we could have gone for trout or something else, you know, I'd go back with him again, but we're not going back to that guide anymore because he basically just got his money and ran. And right. I, I write about that in my books and my articles and stuff that are right for guides and outfitters that it's, it's customer service is so paramount. And most all of you guys out there listening to this know that, but it's just about being cognizant of your customer's experience with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, it, it amazes me that, um, you know, when, when you have a client in the boat and they start talking with you and they start getting into the conversations and getting into the moment, you become their new best friend, have you not? And, right. and you really right. don't want to disappoint them because they'll come back over and over and over again just because of the, the court, you know, the, the communication and the discussions and, and the stories that you've told, you know, with them. And, and you, as, as I have, I think, you know, look back at some of the trips that I've taken, some of my most memorable trips probably weren't, you know, the best days of hunting or fishing, but it was just the experience. Right. And something I try to teach guys that are just getting into the industry and in and, uh, the books that I write and that kind of stuff is you really want to do three things, and that's entertain, educate, and inspire. Uh, you want to inspire them to continue to, to, to consume more of the outdoors, whether it be locally where they're at or coming back with you. You want to educate them on how to do well in case they want to go do their own trip in the future. And then you want to, you know, um, what was the other one? Entertain them, you know, with some great stories and those kind of things, because those are the best experiences. And the overall customer experience is what you're after. And it's not really hard, but sometimes we get bogged down with seven days a week of fishing or hunting or whatever. And it's just another day at the office. But I mean, really, 
really, there's so much opportunity there to communicate and inspire and educate and entertain that, that there, um, you know, there's, there, there's really a, a, a new outlook you can take on your life there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, you know, it's all, it amazes me that the clients always think, what a great job you've got, right? All you have right. to do is fish all day, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> well they, they don't see the early mornings of getting up and going and getting bait and, and fueling up right. everything and then cleaning up the boat and, and uh, then, then answering the phone fish, calls yeah. and all the other stuff, you know, that you have to do to prepare for the next day. And, um, you know, it, uh, uh, they, they just think that you hunt and fish all day. Right. And a lot of people think in the outdoor writing world that I'm in and, and video and, and podcasts and stuff that we get to hunt and fish all the time. And it's really nothing farther from the truth. We don't get to hunt and fish enough, you know, but, yeah. uh, and do our own thing. But I mean, I, uh, I just, my hat's off to everybody listening to the show, you know, to, uh, to just continue to do a good job for your clients as they come back to you and, and really, you know, position your website with testimonials, position your social media with testimonials and those kind of things mm -hmm. that keep people interested that are new clients, but also keeping the old clients come back, coming back. And that's one thing I, I think a newsletter is a really good idea for. I do a newsletter for one of the guys that you work with, Ted. Um, uh -huh. And what we basically do there is a fishing report. You know, it's a fishing guide, a striper fishing guide um, here in Texas. And, and basically we do a fishing report. We do a best catches of the week, you know, or we'll do these a couple of times a month. And then we'll, we'll basically wrap it up with a, with a call to action. And I think those are the three best parts of, of a good newsletter, just to communicate, hey, you know, come, come out with us. And then one of my uh, fishing guides that I fished with before has a slogan at the end that he says, come home when you can. You know, <laughs> and I think that really oh, sums it up awesome. well. <laughs> you know, come home when you can, you know, and that just, that just brings it home for me. Well, that, that's that USP, right? Yes. Yeah. The unique selling proposition. Exactly. Yep. That's right. Yeah. We, we that's preach right. that a lot. You know, you really right. got to set yourself as uh, apart than just, I'm, you know, I'm another guide. Um, you right. got to have a, a mantra that you live by. And, and that, that sounds, you know, to me like the perfect mantra. I mean, holy smokes, uh, that, that, that runs deep, you know, you, you've hunted and fished probably with hundreds of guides and, and outfitters over the years. Dustin, and, and there, I'm sure there's many memories there, but can you share one of the, the best memories that you've had out there with a particular guide or outfitter and, and why it was so memorable? You asked this on the last show that I recorded, and I just talked to that guide last night. Um, you know, Marty McIntyre with Garquest Bow Fishing in Central Texas. And we had a night where I basically hired him to go out and we did a 24 hour bow fishing trip. We, we bow fished on uh, several Central Texas and South Texas lakes in a 24 hour period, taking the boat in, putting the boat out. Um, you know, we, we, we got a whole bunch of lawn nose gar. They were spawning that time of year. We bow fished for those. I think we shot 12 in an hour um uh -huh. you know with our bows uh, bow fishing bows and then we uh, we shot tilapia which are delicious uh in the power plant sure. lakes we went out and shot um carp and we went looking for uh lawn nose gar or, i'm sorry alligator gar on, on choke canyon the three rivers in southeast texas and and really i was so exhausted but i was smiling ear to ear by the end of that trip and i've got a picture that i keep in my um in my little rolodex here kind of uh, my digital Rolodex of, of that trip of that night when we were done 24 hours later with all of our fish that we shot. And he just did a fantastic job just, just 
doing with the best thing that guides do. And that is showing me a great time and having a great experience. And I'll never forget that trip as long as I live. Wow. The, the Ferris Bueller of the outdoors. Huh? <laughs> That's right. Bueller, Bueller. Right. <laughs> that's right. But, but so, that, you know, that, that's what, that's what a guide is supposed to do. Yes. You know, is, is just go out and give it his all. And, and that comes through. And, and I believe in, in karma um, that, you know, things come around to you. And if yes. you're out there and you're sharing that and, and you're sharing this, magnificent outdoor experience and and being close to the creator and and it just gets in people's blood and and uh, you know i don't know you know i don't know what the statistics are but i'll bet you could figure it out somewhere that you know on on a guy's deathbed he's probably not thinking about the last business deal he did but i can guarantee right. you he's thinking about that last white deal that he killed you know that's the memories that stick and, right. and that what that's what makes the position of being a guide or an outfitter so important and 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 it's so underestimated but you truly you're providing an incredible value to someone yes. by doing what you do absolutely and and the more i i work with guides and outfitters the more i try to really bring it back home to you know customer base it's renewable new customers you're out there reaching for them every day and you're you're reaching back out to your customers that have been with you before to come back um but you know you're really just giving that entertaining educational and inspirational experience overall and you're going to be successful no matter what you do in guiding and outfitting if you if you approach it with that mindset. And I believe it is a mindset and something that you 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 can't take for granted because um, you know we we all love what we do in this business for the most part. It's just one of those things that uh, that I think we need to be reminded of sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for carving out a part of your day for us. And uh, we truly appreciate it. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, Dustin, um, on the, uh, the podcast, we'll put your contact information. But can you uh, also share it with us uh, online here today? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Dustin'sProjects.com is my main hub of all I do in the outdoors. I've got all the different articles and things that I write and, and, and uh, things that I do in the outdoor industry there. My eBooks can be purchased there. I have one for guys and outfitters, as a matter of fact, called the Hunting Ranch Guide and Outfitter Marketing Handbook. And it was written back in 2013 um, when I, the social media hadn't blown up like it was today. But the basic you know way that I communicate with folks marketing-wise has not changed much and a lot of people have benefited from that ebook and it's only like 10 bucks so uh, you can buy it on amazon kindle or google play or you can buy it right off my website at dustinsprojects.com i can easily be found in uh, social media facebook i'm on all the time twitter instagram so on and so forth at dustin's projects or just search for my name dustin warnke w-a-r-n-c-k-e very good well from from the, the entire clan, Dustin, we just thank you so much again for your time. God bless you and your family and, and all your works. Um, it's making a difference, and we really appreciate what you do. Same to you, Ted. Thanks so much for having me on.